I'm Stu Whiffin. And I'm Adam Richardson. And not only are we the editors of Pod Bible Magazine, we're also your hosts for the Pod Bible Podcast. The podcast podcast where podcasters talk to podcasters about podcasts and podcasting. It doesn't get more meta than that, right? Hello and welcome to the Pod Bible Podcast episode 32. My name is Adam Richardson. I am one of the editors of Pod Bible magazine and your host for today. Uh, it's just me once again, and I think this is probably how it's going to go for the foreseeable future, at least for a few weeks, uh, because we're all being very sensible. We're following that advice. We are self isolating. Uh, so, yeah, Pip and Stu will be back. They will host future episodes, but for now, I think we're just going to uh, spread things out, uh, do it individually. But have no fear, they do feature on this episode, and so do a number of wonderful guests. Uh, last week, we had Jamie Lang from Private Parts, we had Kalechi Okafor from Say Your Mind, and we had Tom Dark from Monkey Tennis, the Alan Partridge fan podcast. Uh, this week, very exciting, because... We have our first ever live Pod Bible podcast recording uh, for the launch of the seventh magazine. Uh, we organised a bit of a launch party at King's Place in London uh, and we invited Kate Hutchinson from The Last Bohemians and Brett Goldstein from Films To Be Buried With to come up on stage and chat to us about their podcasts and the podcasts that they love. And we've decided to release these chronologically. So we've got Kate talking about The Last Bohemians now. Next week, we'll have Brett Goldstein talking about uh, films to be buried with. And then we're going to release their uh, recommendations in order from week to week as well. And we're doing that because it's a live show. You know, things can't be perfectly split up into sections. There's callbacks, there's references, there's little jokes that pop up throughout uh, throughout the night. So we thought releasing chronologically will at least let you guys who weren't there uh, follow how it went in order. Does that make sense? Probably too much info for you there, but you know, I've been inside for days and I'm going a little stir crazy. So let's have a little break. Uh, let's listen to somebody else talking, although I do feature on this as well, I think. Uh, let's hear from the wonderful Kate Hutchinson, the brains behind the brilliant The Last Bohemians. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Kate Hutchinson from Last Bohemians and Brett Goldstein from Films to be Buried With. Hello. Hey, everyone. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having me. I feel like I've been invited to like a really cool party where everyone has wow. really good ears and really nice headphones and knows loads of facts. Yeah, you, that's a weird party to be, <laughs> to be looking to be invited to. But like, I got into like I, I got into podcasts because I suddenly realised I was going to like dinner parties or I was going on like Tinder dates or whatever, and people were suddenly just knew loads of facts. Like everyone had these facts from these mm. podcasts, and I thought, oh god, I, I better listen to some and get smart or something really quick. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Well, I guess if we start with you then, Kate, if you, if you can tell us a little bit about your podcast. Okay, so The Last Bohemians is uh, an impressionistic, uh, vivid portrait and podcast series dedicated to profiling maverick and fearless women that have lived through really interesting, significant periods in arts and culture. They've lived life on the edge, they've created roles themselves outside of society, and most importantly, they don't give a fuck. Um, and it, it was it was a bit, sort of a, about two and a half years in the making 
making the first series. I feel like it's kind of like the first, it's a bit like making an album. I'm a music journalist, um, and I didn't sort of quite really understand this until I was doing it to myself. You know, I took a long time to do the first series, and now I'm doing series two, and I feel like it's like the second album. You've got no time at all. It's like get it in quick. Do that voiceover, get the interview. But for the first series, we launched that last March for International Women's Day. And I profiled six really incredible women, starting off with Molly Parkin. She was kind of the uh, inspiration for the whole thing. Does anyone, is anyone familiar with her, Molly Parkin? No? Okay. So it's a bit of a strange story. Uh, a couple of years ago, maybe 10 years ago or so, when I was working at Time Out magazine, I get, used, I get asked to do all sorts of weird things. And there's a fantastic alt-drag cabaret artist called Johnny Wu. And I got an email one day. I was like, I'm doing this event at the book club. Will you come and read some erotic literature? And I was like, you do know that I write about house and techno, right? Like, <laughs> erotic literature isn't really my thing. And I think, God, what the hell am I going to do? So... I had a little Google around and we'd just done a sex issue at Time Out and, and there we had it, Molly Parkin, this kind of grand dame of British bohemianism, looking absolutely fantastic. She was probably just going into her 80s at the time and she'd written all this erotic poetry, living in a bedsit in uh, on the World's End Estate in Chelsea, used to hang out with Francis Bacon and all the fantastic artists in the Soho, drunk and fabulous, you know, at the arts clubs. And, uh, and I emailed her and I asked her if I could read some of her poetry. So she was, you know, that was a couple of years ago. And then when it came to coming up with my own idea, you know, what do I really want to do? What, what defines me? What do I want to say? And I just kept thinking about Molly and her story and how fantastic she was. Um, I didn't quite realise that I'd be doing an interview with her where she'd be telling me about wanking every morning, but there we go. <laughs> That's what happened. Uh, yeah, so we did Molly, uh, Molly Parkin, uh, Bonnie Greer, who I'll be talking about in a, uh, a bit later, I guess, Amanda Fielding, who is a countess related to Charles II, who lives in this amazing tumbling cottage well, I say cottage, it's more like a mansion, in Oxfordshire. And she's also at the forefront of LSD research in the UK. So, you know, she's all about psychedelics and the medical benefits. Wow. She also drilled a hole in her head when she was in her 20s. Sure. Right, right. okay. Damn. As you do. Yeah. Yeah? It was a hell of a do. <laughs> <laughs> it was something to... She was very into kind of new age, sort of mysticism, Buddhism, all this thing. And there was something to do with um, this lost art. I mean, thank fuck. Uh, art of uh, drilling a, a hole in your head is supposed to release some kind of tension. Tripanning, that's exactly what they call it. So her and all her husbands have done it. And then... Is, <laughs> she had multiple husbands because <laughs> of... <laughs> the thing that they did together yep. <laughs> meant she needed a new husband. <laughs> exactly. Right, okay, it okay. was quite weird because I was like, so hang on, so all of your partners have tripped themselves or you've, had, you've done it and I think they had to go to Mexico to do it because nobody in their sane right mind would do it here in 2018 or whatever it was. Um, yeah, so it's, it's surprising. I would be suspicious <laughs> if my wife said, I want to try a thing and held a drill to my head. <laughs> I would question what I'd done. Or, or, or more that she said, I want to try a thing, but we can only really do it in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> but on the plus Legally side... Legally and morally. Yeah. 
and I'd be like, and and this is what or what did your last husband die of again? <laughs> but you know, on the plus side, you might find enlightenment. So you know, uh, you know, nice. swings and roundabouts, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So that was uh, so that's Molly, uh, Amanda. Um, I went into Pauline Black from the Selector, who was fantastic. I've never seen someone with such incredible style. She has the best hat collection of any musician I've ever met. We went to uh, the countryside to interview Cozy Fanny Tootie from Throbbing Gristle, which wow. was super exciting. Yeah. And um, who else did we do? We did Bonnie Greer. Oh, and the last one was Pamela Day-Bars, who's a famous super groupie. Mm. She wrote um, a lot of books like Let's Spend the Night Together, basically about shagging Mick Jagger yeah. and uh, various members of The Who, Led Zeppelin. But it was really interesting to speak to her about you know, how she looks back on that period of being, you know, an underage woman in the 60s and 70s through that kind of lens of the Me Too movement, whether she had any different thoughts about it, whether she felt she'd been taken... So sometimes it gets serious. It's not just about, you know, boffing and LSD and... Oh, that's what's fascinating about it, is it's these amazing women, and so many of them are people who, who, who weren't defined... By their or refuse to be defined by their gender, um, particularly the musicians. They're kind of in an era when they really stood out because they were like, "No, we're better than we're as good or better than any of the male vocalists or frontmen or whatever else." And that was kind of it. Must have been an amazing thing to hear from over the years, rather than just with a 2019 uh, lens on it. What's interesting is that none of them cared about. You know, they they didn't really care about any of that they Mm. just sort of they went beyond that really what was interesting for me was you know I felt like young women myself included you know we're on Instagram we're comparing ourselves you know uh, we're feeling anxious Um, all of these kind of uh, feelings are coming into play and I wanted to uh, interview and represent women that just that really just didn't that didn't care that that they were they were their own person they did what they wanted to do um they didn't give a shit i went to a courtney love show um a couple of years ago with my friend uh sharon and she said to me god you know it's like women aren't allowed to be wild or messy or debauched you know it's like guys you know motley crew whatever it's like we celebrate their behavior Uh, but women you know it's seen as as not okay it's like we should be put in a box and I really really wanted to show those stories where it wasn't just you know it's not just about being a feminist it's not just about uh, being bold it's also just about being allowed to to be wild to be to do yeah to do what you want to do where else are you going to hear a podcast where an 86-year-old woman says, I wake up every day at 4am to have sex with myself? <laughs> is that the one you listen to? Today? That was my opener, was... and I was like, I'm subscribing now. <laughs> Morning, fruity. Yeah, I forgot about that bit when I, I played it to my grandma. I was like, oh, look, you'll, you'll be really interested to hear this. You might have seen her on TV in the 70s, and I'd forgotten all about that bit. And she talks about... She was famous for her um, sexual liaisons. You know, she was on TV a lot in the 70s and 80s talking about you know people that she'd shagged essentially and being proud of it you know there's nothing to be ashamed of there so that was yeah that was a really big part of it for me and also just the fact that I've you know I'm a music journalist I'm a broadcaster but I felt like um, the podcasting world or the broadcast world or whatever it felt closed off to me and so 
I created something where each episode I worked with a different producer. I worked with a different person that I'd met through various different things, where it was going on roundtable on Six Music or, you know, working at the garden or doing NTS or whatever it was. And, and working together with a different woman, like turning up at these women's houses with an all-female team. You know, my best friend Laura Kelly, she's doing the photographs and taking these beautiful portraits. And that was really powerful, actually. With series one, is there a particular episode, if someone's new, that you'd recommend they start with? Is there one that stands out, or would you say start at the beginning and listen to them all? Well, I I obviously don't have a favourite, because they're all fantastic and produced by really brilliant different women. But I think, well, just Molly was the inspiration for the series, Mm. um, because I'd I'd, I'd come across her all these years ago, and then I got in touch with her over email. She only emails in caps locks. It's really interesting. It's really fun. Amazing. Um, she's very angry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think she's just excited. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, that that's such... I mean, it was, such, it was one of those interviews where we didn't really know where it was going to go. I mean, at the time, she was 86. In fact, it's her birthday today. It's her 88th birthday today. Happy Can we just birthday. give a round of applause yes. and a happy birthday oh, for Molly? Yeah. <laughs> so... I really feel like to give um, an insight into somebody who's lived a phenomenal life and mm. isn't shying away from talking about very fruity things in her old age, it would definitely have to be Molly. I love it. Thank you very much to Kate for that. That was a lot of fun. And thanks to Brett as well for uh, his involvement in that conversation. The Last Bohemians, an excellent podcast. And it's a great time for Kate Hutchinson and The Last Bohemians when it comes to PodBible, because if you head over to podbiblemag.com, we actually have an additional uh, online interview. Um, Jordan, our online editor, has been speaking to Kate, getting loads of extra information uh, regarding The Last Bohemians and uh, what it's like to to be producing the podcast whilst self-isolating and that kind of thing. So go and have a look at that. It is great. And there's extra stuff coming soon too. And yeah, go and listen to The Last Bohemians. I implore you. I think it's time for a break. So let's have a little catch up with our friends at Acast and then we will be back for some recommendations. Time for our first recommendation. And we have Rob Orton from the Rob Orton Daily Podcast, which is an excellent podcast uh, in this current climate because it's every single day and it is two to three minutes sometimes five minutes or a bit longer it's poems it's spoken word stuff it's a great form of escapism and i heavily recommend it rob came on a couple of weeks ago to talk about it uh, he also came on uh, a couple of weeks before that to recommend a podcast and he is back now with his final recommendation for you So, Rob Alton, can you recommend a podcast for us? I'm sure that this has been recommended before, but Gossip Mongers is yeah. the podcast that's made me laugh the most. I'd kept seeing it on social media, on Joe Wilkinson's and social media and Brian Gittins, and, and uh, I've been a fan of both of them for quite a long time. And with Brian Gittins, his... David David Orr, but when he was doing the Brian Gittins character, was some of the moments at gigs that I have laughed the most and I'm just so invested in it. And it's one of those where the worse it was going on stage, the more I was just on the edge of my seat and just loving it. I completely agree. I mean, it was a nightmare f- 
for David as a character yeah, because yeah, of exactly yeah, yeah. that. The worse the gig's going, the better it's going, but then he's still got to psychologically deal with that once the gig's over. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And with this, with the Gossip Mongers one, when I started listening to it, just the buzz from those three with Poppy and David and Joe going like that and just just the... I just love the... It just highlights the the kind of ridiculous struggle and the complicated mess of everyday life and what people do, like, before weddings, like, yeah. taking acid and stuff in tents with uncles and things. Space worm. Space worm, yeah. And that one about gay boy Roy, where he's like... It's just... I mean, I think they're in the final, aren't they? One or episode two, yeah. yeah so, and- so for people who don't know, just quickly... What is is Gossip Mongers? Do you want to just explain what they do it's, each week? Well, basically, people just send in um, stories. <laughs> they're, they're unsubstantiated gossip. <laughs> unsubstantiated gossip of, like... And of things... A lot of the time, it kind of errs toward, toward uh, toilet humour and dicks and things like that, and how many 50p's people can fit down their foreskin and stuff. But when I'm on the tube and... I just love stuff that just pushes me to, you just go, just the ridiculousness of being alive and being a human being with blood and guts and eyes and crap. And it's just, it just, it's just like a release really. And you go, ah, God, yeah, it is a complete storm of everything. Yeah. And uh, I love their, chemistry and i've always been a fan of i don't know if if they if they call it charles the robot yeah but um when he was doing the i saw you on that show actually when it was where was it i don't know where it was being filmed but it was you and paddy considine in in london yeah yeah yeah, 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 in in shepherd's bush yeah yeah was that when they were was that a live podcast or was it just a show it was a live just a quiz show a game show so me and paddy were against each other and Charles Petrescu, the robot, was Charles Petrescu was judging it. Yeah, yeah, and um, you know, it's big now. But I, I, I when and it kind of restored my faith in humanity a bit when you see something like that, and people are really clicking with it, and you go, oh yeah, right, great, this is as funny as it is, and you, you go, right, yeah, everyone is on, everyone is feeling the same thing, and sometimes and we can laugh at that and these these things of these stories that um and they're just hilarious i think it's brilliant and i've put some people onto it and they've said that they've enjoyed it but it is a um it's a fix and yeah it's great and i hope it lasts for a very long time i love it thank you very much pleasure Thank you, Rob. Gossip Mongers there again being recommended. Possibly our most recommended podcast on the show. It's great. Everybody knows it. So final recommendation time. And we have the return of Monty Onanuga from No Country for Young Women. She's going to recommend a pod she loves. Monty, hello. Hiya. Uh, could you recommend a podcast that you like for us, please? I sure can. Um, so one that I'm really fond of is, uh, have you heard George's podcast? Uh, so we 
recently lost out to him at the British Podcast Awards. Oh, I think everybody lost out to him at the Podcast yeah. Awards, didn't they? <laughs> but they've now up. said that um, they're they're going to cap the amount of awards FIFA can get because of the, I think because of that, but they didn't the say because of that. So I yeah. think there's a maximum of three awards oh, now you can get. <laughs> and you're still going to have the George Award, and he can just win that. Yeah, yeah. he'll be presenting Award. it next. Year. I think he should give them out to people like his mum and dad, people who influenced him. Yeah. So uh, I think I think he's quite vocal about um, you know the people that have influenced him. Um, George's podcast is great storytelling. Um, I think it's storytelling at its finest, actually. Um, and to hear it, it's almost like watching. It's, it's weird. It's almost like watching, but listening to a podcast because it's so descriptive and uh, it's it's not just people talking. It's also music, um, and you can hear the production is amazing. Mm. So. Um, it's stories that I am familiar with, also stories I'm I'm not too familiar with. So I like the fact that it's familiar and very unfamiliar and sort of opening my lens to issues that I'm not fully aware of. But essentially, the production is amazing and it's such a great way of telling a story, um, which I'm really fond of. Were you listening to it before he won all the awards or were you there and you thought, right, I'm going to have to give this a listen now? So I followed um, George the Poet um, on social media, I didn't know about the podcast, um, and so as a byproduct of the uh, British Podcast Awards, I went and I went and listened and mm. thought, you know, what is all the fuss about? Yeah, um, and I'm, now I understand. Yeah, it I can't understand. be that good. Oh, it is no, that good. It is really, really <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah. So, any specific episodes that you that you liked? Oh, I guess the one because it made me cry when I first listened to it um, was the Grenfell uh, episode. Um, just the way that you were listening to, you know, a teacher, I don't want to spoil it for people who might go and listen to it, but you're listening to, um, everyday life or, a, a, an interaction between an adult and a child and the way it then twists and turns and becomes this really sad story is, um, it made me so sad and it made me cry. And that doesn't happen very often because I can't even, I don't always cry with visual stuff, let alone audio. So I think it was that powerful, um, that it had that sort of, um, emotive reaction with me. I just, I think it's, it's such a great way of, I, I could imagine seeing it on screen. And again, I'm listening to it. So it's the way that the story is told, um, just from George and his, uh, producer Ben Brick. It's it's great. Yeah. It's awesome. And the second season's out now, is that right? Have you listened yeah. to that yet? So I was lucky enough to be invited to um, a listening party for the second series because uh, George is now on BBC Sounds, mm-hmm. as are we. Um, and so, again, everyone in the room was uh, just captivated Um listening to the story and again this was a an introduction i think he spun it around it was a story about 50 cent it was just it's the way it twists and turns i think it started off about 70s music and then ended up being about 50 cent mm. um and how many times he'd been shot but the story is deeper than that yeah. but um it's just the way it starts from one place and you end up in this place and you're like how the fuck did i get here yeah so it's um it's the way it takes you on a journey proper journey um and it's such a great it's just a great storytelling uh, way of st- telling story. Cool. Okay. Thank you very much, Monty. Thank you. Thank you, Monty. Uh, have you heard George's podcast? Is a good question, but also a uh, a wonderful show in itself. Well worth checking out. George has this amazing ability to take 
subjects that are so sort of serious and sometimes quite difficult to approach especially in what usually is quite a light-hearted format when it comes to podcasting but he just does it with such respect um and he's so thoughtful and obviously you know hugely talented so i i, I really recommend that and who knows you know we're living through a, a very strange time at the moment and uh i've got no doubt that uh, at some point george may well have something to say about that on his podcast we shall see anyway uh, and that is a wrap for this week's podcast. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, we're on social media at PodBible. You can email info at podbiblemag.com. Uh, that's the website, podbiblemag.com, where you can read back issues of the magazine. You can order physical copies to your door. Uh, if you want to receive some post while you're stuck at home, then um, go ahead and uh, get on our website and order some issues. You can read our blog. Uh, the Kate Hutchinson blog, as I said, is up there now and is excellent. Uh, and you can sign up for our newsletter. Every Wednesday, we send out a newsletter with various other podcast bits and bobs. Uh, yeah, so that's it uh, for this week. One thing I should say, obviously, regular listeners would have heard us promoting our live show at Birmingham Podfest. Uh, that was due to happen on Saturday, the 28th of March at 1pm. Obviously, with everything that's going on, you know, I think you probably guessed it, but it won't be happening. Um, we cannot 100% tell you what is going to happen uh, in terms of rearranging or anything like that. But if you did buy a ticket for the event, in fact, if you bought a ticket for any of the events uh, at Birmingham Podfest that weekend, then uh, I have been assured uh, today that you will be receiving emails uh, or information uh, with regards to that. Now, obviously, we record these links sometimes a couple of days before. Who knows what will have happened uh, since since then? But um, there will be news, and we will update you. And uh, I'd probably just keep an eye on our Pod Bible um, social media at Pod Bible. We will update you with the latest on that, and uh, hopefully, we can all return to to live podcasting uh, at some point, hopefully soon. But yeah, we know it's going to be a long slog, but we're all in it together, guys. So download the podcast that have been recommended today sit on your sofa have a listen go for a walk get some fresh air do the right thing follow the advice self-isolate and uh, be safe anyway you don't need all this advice from me you just came here for uh, some podcast recommendations so i'll leave you all to it thank you so much for listening uh, and until next week it is goodbye from me 